0: you found yourself staying up late thinking about catastrophic thoughts well this episode's gonna speak to you in a big way we're going to talk about worry and how we shouldn't do it right simple enough (laughs) easy no i know it's not easy but we're gonna dig into this whole idea of worry in this episode don't worry it's gonna be short it'll be about 10 to 15 minutes but it's worth your time so uh i won't say it again I will. Don't worry. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. I believe mental mastery is the greatest component to a successful life. Whether it's discovering your soul's desire, exercising self-discipline, maximizing your productivity, or silently connecting with an infinite creative source through your subconscious mind, you are here to live a life of abundance gratitude and love if this describes you join the community of like-minded creators at pdesmondadams.com and now let's get into today's episode man it's gonna be great episode here's why it's gonna be so great because i still struggle with this it's crazy I, i i know better you probably know better about worry but I, I just know I shouldn't be doing it. But I've, I've researched, and I actually am 100 times better than I used to be. And we'll dig into that. But first, again, I want to remind you to join our Success for Failures group on Facebook. Who wants to admit they're a failure? Not me, but this is not real failure stuff. This is for people who have been made to feel like failures because they're kind of quirky. Maybe they don't fit in with the corporate culture. You don't really do well in a cubicle. You can't sit through hour-long webinars and meetings in an office or maybe at school. You didn't do well sitting in your seat and you wanted to get up and draw or pick up a book or go work out a problem on the board or something. You just didn't sit well. So so you were labeled a failure and you didn't do the right things and you were getting D's and maybe F's and stuff. But you know you have something inside of you. You just don't fit that whole rows and columns kind of mindset. Well, I've created this Facebook group. It's not a page. the a Facebook group so we can all discuss on equal footing and and i want you to be a part of it okay go to slash group and we're just starting this up i really want this to be a place that all of us quote unquote weirdos or quote unquote failures can go and share things that are working for us and things that we're struggling with and you know we do have to live in a world that is columns and rows less and less these days than it used to be but we need to we need to support each other Because we're the ones who are coming up with the new ideas. We're the innovators. We're the ones who are thinking outside of the box. We're the ones who have the greatest potential for success. But we're the ones who don't fit into that employee type of mentality. And that's probably the very reason we have the greatest chance for success. So join the group because maybe you don't need it, but somebody else needs you. Okay? pdesmondadams.com slash group and it'll just instantly link you over to the facebook group and you can be a part of it all right well, let's talk about this whole worry thing uh, i heard a quote from somebody and i've searched high and low maybe you know the answer to it i don't know who said this i saw about four different people were accredited with saying this worry is using your imagination to create something you don't want and you know me i'm all about using the power of our mind the power of our creative force within, that tapping in that infinite potential that we can use our mind to tap into. Not well said, but still. Worry is it's tapping into a negative potential. It's looking at every bad thing that can go wrong. And we're using that same creative power, the same creative force that brought us all sorts of innovations, airplanes and space travel and computers and iPhones and everything music and music theory and math and all these great things that we've we've innovated and come up with. And we're using it to to focus on what could go wrong rather than what the potential is for good. So I think it's safe to say I don't need to convince you that worry is a negative thing. But let's dig into where, where he comes from. And I'm going to talk about some very controversial things in this episode. Uh, I want you to bear with me. And you don't have to buy into them, as always. I'm just going to share with you uh, some things that I've discovered, some things I found that I thought might be beneficial to people. And so uh, bear with me. It's going to be a little controversial, a little bit. It's not going to be off-color or anything, but we're going to talk about some tough issues. And it might hit you right in the wheelhouse, okay? The, as I mentioned at the very beginning, this one is one I have to work on daily. I have a teen daughter. I have two uh, young adult daughters. I have grandkids. I have a wife. And I, I'm an intuitive type person. I, I'm always thinking of people's feelings and how things are going for others. And I, I really do feel like I can tap into and know when somebody's not feeling right, not doing well, and intuitive, if you will. And so I'm always very sensitive to environments My parents always said I was hypersensitive. They also said I was a worry wart. So I I tap into this, and I think that, that creates more worry for people. So if you're that type of person, you're very in touch with other people's feelings. You're probably somebody who also worries a lot more. You're very worried about other people's perception of you, and you're very in tune with that perception of you. So this is something I've struggled with. And I continue to struggle with, and this is a great thing for our group, Success for Failures group on Facebook. We can share about this and things that we've used that, that have helped out. And I'm gonna share with you a lot of the things that I've used and uh, hopefully they're gonna help you out. I don't know if I was uh, born into this type of identity, whether I was a worrywart from the time I came out of the womb or if I was told over and over again, you're a worrywart, don't worry about it, you're a worrywart, I remember, I, I, to this day, and it's been a long time. <laughs> to this day, I remember my parents saying to me, Repeatedly, your worry wart. And I never even knew what it was when I was a kid. I just know and I was worrying a lot. I, I um I don't know which came first, chicken or the egg on this one. Was I a worry wart and they started calling me it, or they started calling me it and I became it. I don't I don't know. Fact is though that today I, I struggle with this. And here's the positive side of it. Most people who are worrying about something, and this is kind of a redeeming thing for you, and I I want you to focus on this if you're dealing with worry a lot. The truth is you're trying to find a solution, and you're probably a problem solver by nature. You're somebody who tries to help people out, and you're nodding your head right now. I know. I can see you. Uh, You're nodding your head going, yeah, that's me. I'm always trying to solve everybody's problems, so I'm trying to prevent problems, which means I'm worrying about what the next potential problem is going to be. And so that's, that's part of the solution to this is we've got to stop asking or expecting ourselves to solve everybody's problem. Sometimes, even your kids, I know it's hard. Trust me, I know, I know, I know, I know. Sometimes we have to accept the fact that they're going to feel pain. They're going to make bad choices. They're going to do wrong things. And it's going to end up putting them in a painful situation. And I know you want to avoid that. You want to protect them of that. But pain changes people. So let them, let them experience it. Don't try to solve the problem. When you start doing that, this is one of the things that's helped me out the most, I'd say in the last two to three years, understanding that this is life, and this is going to sound harsh, but this is life. This is what we're given, and each of us is given a life, and we're to be the best we can in this life. And our bad decisions create pain for us, and that pain affects change in us and we make fewer bad decisions. Hopefully, and I know if you have a teenage child, you're thinking, usually not, (laughs) but it does. The sum of all of those things actually adds up to them making better decisions in time. Some people have to make more bad decisions before they make the, the good ones. Stop trying to solve people's problems, and you will worry a lot less. And when you worry less, You will allow yourself to focus on your own personal situation, which will prevent future problems, which will prevent future worry. We try to figure out, okay oh, they're doing this again and that's going to probably lead to this bad thing happening and then I'm going to have to come around and fix it. So what you know, What if I just this time? And you start thinking of solutions beforehand. And the best way for you in your mind to come up with solutions to other people's problems is to imagine every potential problem they could have or every potential problem you could have. And then you think, okay, so that's the problem and what's the solution? We get so wrapped up in the problems, we never actually get to a solution. And that's one of the things you need to understand is, don't confuse worry for planning, okay? We think, I'm just trying to think through everything that could potentially go wrong. Well, you know what? That's not planning. Worry is imagining the problem. That's, that's what a lot of us do, myself included. Planning is imagining the solution to things, the, the right course, the good things that can come out. That's planning that's planning and figuring out what can we do next that's a positive. Worry is what could potentially surprise us that's a negative. So ask yourself, what are you more focused on when you feel this come on, the potential problems or the solutions? And one of the things you have to understand, and and again, just like I don't know whether it was nature or nurture with me, whether I was told I was a worry wart and then became one or I was a worry wart and then was told one, but the same kind of thing deals with brain chemistry, and i 'm going to dig into brain chemistry just really quick by far i, I don't i 'm not an expert in this i 've just researched it because, like I said, this is something I deal with. There are chemicals in our brain which can make us feel euphoric serotonin 's one of them it's it 's something that makes us feel happy and when you 're on antidepressants typically. Those are what's called SSRIs, or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Now, I'm going to get all freaky science-y on you because I'm not, but I want to just kind of explain that to you. There's this chemical that gets released in your brain called serotonin, and the way that works is when there's a lot of serotonin released in your brain, you feel great, and then there's these reuptake nodules in your brain that as the serotonin, it's almost like a drain. If you turn on the faucet and then there's a drain, so as the faucet fills up with water, the drain flushes it out. Same thing. You open the faucet, serotonin comes into your brain, and then the drain flushes it out so that you don't get this, this overabundance of serotonin. What these SSRIs do, these, these antidepressants, they inhibit, they kind of block or clog the drain so that less is picked up as, as it's released, and, and that puts more of it active in your brain. And that's what these chemicals do. There's another way of doing this, and that's through meditation. Uh, Not only does meditation affect your brain chemistry and the neural pathways in your brain, but but it helps us. It it does change our brain chemistry. There's no way in 10 minutes, 15 minutes I'm going to (gasps) cover. I'm at 12 minutes already. Uh, there's no way I'm going to cover all this, but but just trust me. There, there's a couple different ways of doing it. One's through the pharmaceutical way, and if you're doing that, no judgment. Do that, okay? Talk to your doctor. Work it out. Maybe explore the idea of using meditation or natural ways of dealing with this, but you've got to do what you've got to do to function in your life, okay? So don't. this isn't about, oh, you're a bad person taking all these drugs. No, it's about you surviving right now, okay? But then as you survive, talk to your doctor. Hey, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I'd like to explore mindfulness meditation or i'd like to explore some natural alternatives to this but work with your doctor on it but the other thing that meditation does in in addition to affecting our brain chemistry is to train our brain see worry is when we just let our brain flow wherever it wants to go it's gonna naturally flow over towards all these problems mindfulness meditation is not about some guru thing like oh i've reach this amazing transcendental place in life. And, and that's potential, but it's about bringing your brain back. So if you're focused on your breathing, bring it back and focus on your breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. And as your brain wanders off again, your mind, you bring it back and then back to your brain. And so it's it's kind of like if you imagine some elastic bands connected to the door you ever use those those weight bands or resistance bands and so imagine that's what your brain's like it's it's you're trying to bring it back over here to the center to your breathing and then it naturally wants to go back over to the right again and then you use your arm strength and you bring it back into the middle back focused on the breathing and as you do that it slowly starts going back and then it's over here again thinking about those problems That's the beauty of it. And the more you do that, the more you can control your mind. And when worry starts to set in, you can start to say, no, I'm going to go back over here onto the potential positives. I'm not just going to let my brain stretch out here to the negatives. I'm going to bring it back to the positive. Strongly encourage you to look at that. I've got some podcast episodes about meditation. I highly recommend them. The other issue I want to talk to you about, and guys, is probably more for you, and that's pornography and worry. And I just want to touch on this quickly. And you're like, What? pornography yes high pitch voice uh pornography and worry listen it's it's controversial hear me out scientists have had a difficult time researching the effects of pornography on our brains honestly because they struggle finding a control group that hasn't consumed it okay when a man in particular watches pornography the body releases dopamine and it's a feel-good chemical like serotonin it's like a drug for people and the body reacts to that massive that that Frequent massive influx of dopamine. And it does it by reducing the receptors. And so it's because it, as those receptors take it up, that's how, how it changes your your mood. And so the body starts to reduce those. And your body gets used to, if you're doing this on a regular basis, and, and a lot, if not most men are doing that. Okay, sorry, I know this is rough. It's, it's, like, it's like a diabetic with sugar. You've so overworked your system with this high, this, this pornography high that when you, when you don't have it, you feel miserable because you've so hyped it up. Your body's used to having way up here uh, dopamine levels, way up here, and then when you're not engaged in that, your body feels like, oh, yeah, it's not the same. Life's not the same. It's horrible. Things are bad. And you start to get depressed, you start to deal with worry. And again, man, that's like I barely just scratched a little bit of the surface off on that one. But I encourage you to take a look at the stuff. There's a website called Your Brain on Porn. Take a look at it, guys. If, if you're struggling with staying focused and you're struggling with um, staying positive and, and reaching your goals, man, take a look at that. All right, girls, ladies, too. I'm telling you, but mostly, I mean, it's a big issue for men. So that that that's a big one. So I just want to talk about kind of the brain chemistry because that's what worries about. Um, and then lastly, oh my gosh, we're running out of time. Worry about worry, please. This is a big issue. If you deal with anxiety and it goes even beyond worry, it's usually because you're worried about worry, and you start you start to feel a little worried about something. You're like, oh no, I'm starting to. Worry. I don't know. I'm gonna. This is not gonna end well. Ugh. I can't do this. Okay, don't even think about it. Don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about the. Don't worry about it. Don't, and then you start worrying about the fact that you're worrying. And that's the fact about anxiety. 10, 20 years ago, well, probably was 20 years ago, I discovered this. And I started to become conscious of it as i was i was dealing with some anxiety issues and and i realized that you know anxiety is anxiety about anxiety you start to feel it come on and then you you worry about it and then that makes it just like this perpetual exponential increase in worry and that's what it's all about so man i fed you a lot today sorry i know it's almost 20 minutes but i really want to keep this at 15 minutes today can you do this as your call to action the next time you catch yourself worrying, maybe it's tomorrow, or it might probably be today, you'll worry about something, write down what it is you're worrying about. Then ask yourself, are you imagining the solution to the potential problem or are you imagining the problem itself? What are you using your mind power to do? Focus on the problem or the solution. And if it's the problem, intentionally start to think about solutions. Write them out. It's hard for your brain to overcome you when you are using your, your physical movement. When you're writing out a positive, it's hard for your brain to be thinking about the negative. And so that's why I tell you to write it out. That's what I'd love for you to do. I, I apologize. I went a little long. Hey, if you love this show and you think it would help somebody out, share it with them. Just send them over to pdesmondadams.com. You can even send them to mentalmasterymoment.com. And just say, man, this guy, 10 minutes, 15, 20 today. Um, <laughs> it got some great little nuggets just in a short amount of time. It's not going to take too much. It might help you out. Share it with somebody. And then if you really want to help boost up this podcast, would you subscribe in iTunes, rate it, and review it? A five-star rating, man, really boosts us up and people find us. So subscribe, rate, review subscribe rate review and if you're on stitcher or you're on another app same thing subscribe rate review and it helps out all right thanks so much don't worry tomorrow will be shorter don't worry seriously (laughs) thanks so much may your reach always extend beyond your grasp